Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Real World Road Tests on RadioLeMans.com. Hello everybody and welcome along to another Real World Road Test. The subject of our test today is the 2016 Jeep Renegade. Real World Road Tests on RadioLeMans.com. Well, it seems that retro is a big thing at the moment. Whether it's movies or cars, everyone wants to go back and reinvent something or reinvigorate an old franchise. As far as the car companies are concerned, some have been far more successful than others. Think of the Mini, obviously huge success for BMW. The Fiat 500, similarly doing very well, thank you. VW Beetle, perhaps not quite so much. Well, Jeep is the latest of the major car manufacturers to go back to its back catalogue to try and bring something forward and the shape of that is the it's boxy but it's good shape of the Jeep Renegade this one in bright blue very much matching in fact our Radio Show Limited jacket you could almost say it was cut from the same cloth now I'll tell you straight away the styling is going to divide people's opinion standing at the front as I am now uh, this baby jeep is absolutely all jeep 7 bar chrome grille with uh, black mesh backing really chunky uh, side uh, sides to the wings uh, and a nice little short wheelbase with short overhangs it absolutely reeks of the older jeeps like the uh, wrangler etc um, in some ways reminds me a little bit of a short wheelbase Land Rover series 1 or 2. It has the same sort of proportions to it. It is fairly angular in most of the design, but that is actually combined with some lovely curves around the headlights, those bulbous wheel arches that I was talking about. Fairly short bonnet as we go down the side, uh, Fairly boxy wheel arches uh, with uh, black trim uh, around them. Sensible sized uh, wheels with a rather nice design of uh, of uh, alloy wheel underneath them. They are 18 inch rims but with 55 series tyres on them now. That's hardly the lowest of profile. It's a four door car. Uh, mirrors mounted on the front doors of course with a little... Uh, extra window on the front so reminiscent of 1960s car doesn't open of course on this one as they used to do back door cut into the rear wheel arch the fuel filler cap on the driver's side right hand side on this UK car and then a truncated rear end with some really funky styling on the rear lights including the cross badge and you can play the game of how many places you can find on the car the Jeep grille and headlight design. There's one in each of the reversing lights. And uh, if I can manage 
to uh, lift the rear door. And I've just realised I've left the keys over here. So let me just nip back and get those. I'll uh, re- lift the rear hatchback. Uh, there's one right on the tailgate as well, just under here, which uh, is quite a nice touch. The first thing that you're going to be impressed about with this Jeep, of many things, if you uh, are looking at a car of this size, is the spaciousness of the boot. There's a false floor uh, so that you can throw bits and pieces out of the way. This one uh, has got uh, no spare wheel under there, um, but it is does mean there's a little bit of a lip, but it's big, it's spacious, and it's square. A couple of big speaker uh, grills in there, places to tie down things really sensible it's got a 12 volt outlet in there and a couple of uh, lights that come on when you open the boot lid it's a really sensible size the luggage cover works well it's just on a couple of retractable strings of course as many others are um but it it takes a lot of luggage and uh, a lot of uh, shopping as well let's come round the other side of the car let me just open the side doors as well do the patent hind off test seat is set for me i'll get in the car now size wise this is the smallest of the jeep range at the moment i'm not sure really what you would compare it to maybe size wise an audi q3 uh, nissan juke perhaps but in terms of the accommodation in the boot for your luggage and more importantly in the passenger compartment for you and your friends uh, it's more spacious than either of those two models sitting in the back seat now plenty of headroom above me that is one advantage of the angular design that's uh, Angular Design also making that boot area nice and large and regular. Uh, lots of room between the squab of the back seat and the back rest of the uh, front seat in front of me. It's pretty much all, as you would expect, dark plastic uh, with uh, leather upholstery on this limited trim level car. Electric windows all round. It's pleasant and I've been in the back of this for a couple of journeys of uh, getting on for an hour and despite my size and shape i've been pretty comfortable in it Um, and uh, whilst i'm not saying i'd like to travel across europe in it necessarily frankly i probably wouldn't like to travel across europe in the back of many cars um it's still more than adequate for what you're likely to use it for nice little grab handle so that i can step out and by the way the fact that that wheel arch is cut into the door, it actually doesn't cut into the door space. It's a clever piece of visual trickery, which means I can still put my backside on the seat and then swing my feet round into the area where you sit, which is important for putting older people in the back seat, as I know. Now, this car is built in Italy on the same line as the Fiat 500X. Put the two cars together, you'd not really realise that they were as close cousins as they are. The design nomenclature of the two are very, very different indeed. Also, that interior space that I was talking about, I've had a look at the 500X and there's nowhere near as much much boot room and there's no... Where near is not much room, leg room for the rear passengers. Again, the upright stance of the Renegade means that you can crank the seat right up so that you can see the corners of the car. And I've still got acres of space between the top of my head 
and the headlining it's a nice combination of colors in here um it's uh, mainly black in terms of the dashboard and the door panels there's a little bit of silver a white headlining just lightens it up uh, a little bit and those little silver chrome touches around the dashboard is different from the 500x it's uh, more utilitarian it doesn't have any paintwork showing as the that's the that is a, a trademark, isn't it, of the of the 500. But everything comes to hand very well indeed. And the guys at Fiat Chrysler Automotive, of which Cheap, of course, is a part, um, have done a really sensible thing. Everything that you touch and are going to touch with any degree of regularity feels just as solid as the bigger brothers and sisters of this Renegade. The steering wheel, chunky, nice stitching on there, an array of the controls which are not uh, the most intuitive that I've used but are pretty good and they don't take very much getting used to if I'm honest. The driver's seat is adjustable for height uh, as well as backwards and forwards although it's all manual other than bizarrely an electric lumbar adjustment, two-stage seat heating and steering wheel heating which uh, has actually been quite good. Have to compliment the heating and ventilation system it's been absolutely brilliant including on a very long trip down to the south of france and back uh, where it performed admirably air conditioning is uh, standard on this level of trim as well the limited trim as well although haven't had to uh, use that at all just on the right hand side of the driver a small switch pattern uh, panel on the dashboard for headlight adjustment um, no um, HID uh, lights on this level of car so you, when you weight the back up or you put people in the back you can adjust your headlights here uh, one of four settings uh, and also the rear stat for the panel lights headlamp rear and front fog lamp controls here there's no automatic headlamp control uh, per se but the one nice thing is, is is if you do get out the car leaving the headlights on they switch off automatically after a preset amount of time obviously they'll then fire up again when you next turn the key in the ignition and, and fire it up um, but at least it means you can't actually leave your headlights on although as I say there's no auto um, two stalks one for the windscreen wipers one for the headlights and the indicators uh, they do have a rain sensitive setting rear wash wipe on there as well a uh, pretty decent sat nav and entertainment system which recognized my very old mp3 player and was an absolute breeze to pair the blackberry both for telephone and for the playing of media the sat nav itself is garmin based and anyone who has got an aftermarket garmin will recognize exactly how it all works Three dials in the middle for that very impressive ventilation and heating system. A 12-volt uh, uh, outlet here as well. That's on the centre console as well as two USB ports and an auxiliary jack. One of the little mini jacks, 3.5mm. Uh, second of the USBs hidden away in the centre console between the seats. Two of the very best cup holders I've ever had the pleasure of using. Um, bottles, cups, you name it. It's a, a sort of a rubberized interior that seems to mould itself to any shape that you throw in there and works very well 
indeed. Driving position, well, with the almost infinitely movable seat and an up and down and in and out steering wheel, it shouldn't be too difficult for you to get a decent driving position. And when I'm sitting here in the car, one of the things that strikes you straight away is for a small car, how far away the windscreen is. It gives a massive massive feeling of space inside this car also the doors not too close to me and the passenger not too close to me it's very clever how the interior space has been used one thing i will say that the dashboard is lovely uh, it's got some lovely touches um little splash of mud instead of a red line at uh, 6750 for this 1.4 petrol engine car uh, the Rev counter and speed all work very well indeed, and there's a selectable screen that's in the middle. The only problem is that the fuel gauge is right on the bottom, and there's just a slight rise uh, in the middle of the dashboard that's slightly... And I, I haven't been able to find any way of moving myself around or getting a different driving position that slightly hides the bar that tells you uh, how hot your engine is and how much fuel you've got. Now, in terms of the fuel, there's a range readout anyway, so perhaps that's not so much of an issue. But it just seems odd that with all the lovely touches in here, that that tiny little thing has been overlooked but otherwise the interior is great there's a willie's jeep climbing up the right hand side just reminding us of the roots of the brand since 1941 in uh, army script above the uh, six inch screen in the middle which is a touch screen as well grab handles and everything out of the way and once again the seven bar grill and headlight motif pops up all over the place i'm not going to tell you where they all are because you can have more fun looking for them yourself it's a comfortable place to be but with a 1.4 petrol engine how's it going to be on the road well stay with us and you'll find out as we have this real world road test of the 2016 Jeep Renegade. Real World Road Test on RadioLeMond.com. So we've established then that inside this Jeep Renegade is a pretty nice place to be. What about the road manners? Well, you can hear there, first of all, we appear to have a grandfather clock when indicating. Not a bad thing. Uh, it's just one of the personalities of the car that you get used to. Quite a lot of the warning bings and bongs are unlike any other car that I've ever had. And it just adds just a different layer to this car. Certainly being inside the car, it is far less quirky, which is the word that a lot of people have mentioned about this car it's far more, far more traditional perhaps uh, than the exterior styling it's uh, no less endearing for that with the uh, little tricks that jeep have installed in here just to keep you giggling as you find something else that you didn't notice and having had this car for the better part of a week and a half i'm still finding things that make me smile and i think that's probably a good summary of this car. The driving position is raised. Not as big as a full-sized SUV, of course, but that's not what this is. But as a crossover, which is the category that the Renegade falls into, uh, it's 
on a par with the best in the class. The ride and handling, well, you're not going to expect something sporty, but you don't want anything that's too jarring. And I've got to say, the chassis and suspension designers have done their job very, very well indeed. For such a short wheelbase, uh, you do actually get a pretty good ride. Now, you are sitting right in the middle of the two axles when you're sitting in the front of the car. When you're sitting in the back, you're pretty much sitting on the rear wheels. It's not too bad back there. I have spent a couple of trips in the back seat and it's more than adequate for what you would be using it for. I, in some ways, have been pleasantly surprised that a car in this price bracket, and they started a little over £18,000 in the UK, and this design of car in that crossover class that we mentioned can be such an accomplished long-distance cruiser. Well, bear in mind we've done more than 3,000 miles in this car, including a trip to Paul Ricard and back. If I'm honest, this is not the car that would have been my first choice for 130 kilometer an hour cruising on the French Payage but the Jeep Renegade has taken that in its stride and proved itself to be a very pleasant mode of transport and straight away sticking out the seats the seats look fairly basic they don't take up a lot of room they're a clever design faced with leather on this limited spec but so comfortable to the point where after 10 hours of driving on the way back from Ricard we could literally have turned around and done that journey again and that's not something I can say of cars that cost several times the price of this Renegade the level of intrusion of noise well at the moment we're sitting in around 60 miles an hour but even at motorway speeds and French motorway speeds at that they are very refined indeed would say that French motorways tend to be of much smoother construction than some of the roads that we have in the UK but the Renegade has taken the worst that badly maintained British roads can throw at it and come up trumps the suspension is firm but never crashy and again I'll stress this is not a sports car just a 1.4 litre engine but when you feel the need to push on it doesn't feel like it's going to fall over body roll is very impressively controlled now there is a manual option but this car is the 6 speed manual uh, 6 speed automatic excuse me and it doesn't take away from the driving pleasure at all indeed I think actually it works uh, much better than I expected with such a small capacity petrol engine which barely ever sounds like it's being pushed hard but if you get over about 4000 revs there is a a manual override on the gear lever in the centre console which actually works the right way as well push away from you to go down the box and pull back to change up other manufacturers please take note that is the proper way but even when you're revving the engine it never sounds harsh it sounds like it's willing and 
there's a little sporting growl from the twin exhaust pipes alongside the uh, chrome underbody protector uh, behind us on the right hand side of the car at the back so a surprising car in terms of its comfort and handling and it actually reminds me rather a lot in terms of the on-road manners of a car that is much more expensive the Range Rover Evoque tested that when it first came out in the three-door category with a 2.2 diesel engine and whilst this car clearly with a smaller petrol engine doesn't have quite the torque uh, of uh, that car that I'm talking about the Evoque um, it's certainly in its road manners uh, reminds me of that it's uh, refreshingly neutral when you do have to push it on down little country lanes uh, I would flag up the lack of HID headlights as perhaps something that might want to be looked at although on the B side of that with the daytime notice lights fog lights and main beam all switched on down very dark East Anglia country lanes there was enough light more than enough light to be able to see where I was going at the sort of speeds that I was travelling at which was 55 or 60 miles an hour so uh, perhaps the compromise there in the price point of the car and the specification it has actually worked out this one's got lane departure which beeps uh, if you uh, start to stray out of your lane um, I have to say that's been turned off for most of the time but everything else including the automatic start stop in traffic and the traction control has been left on this is a front wheel drive version there is an all wheel drive version as well predominantly front wheel drive with an automatic setting or a, a terrain switch uh, in the middle of the centre console should you want to do something a little more serious uh, in off-roading but I suspect that most people will buy this car for the interior space for the fact that it looks a little bit different and the fact of its price point uh, being very competitive with cars in this smaller crossover class I don't think it's a cut above and I remember when first getting into the new look Cherokee what 18 months two years ago and saying if this is what the new generation of jeeps are going to look like then we're in for some fantastic cars and clearly that design philosophy the improved ergonomics better placement of switches and dials has been carried through that whole philosophy has been carried through to this effectively the entry level now for jeep in the uk there are a number of special editions I've seen a design study that has a, a little uh, two-seater pickup truck, which I really hope makes it to the UK, because I think they'd sell everyone that they bring. So the 2016 Jeep Renegade, the exterior will not be to everyone else's everyone else's taste, although it certainly is to mine. I think they've done a good job in blending heritage and practicality for a new age of Jeep owners. It's a package that is more than competent against the competition and frankly is pleasantly surprising for a car in this price bracket and this size in terms of the comfort, 
usability and practicality both as a run around or for long distance, much longer distance, continent crossing distance runs. And that I think for me was the biggest surprise that the car was so confident in that area. It's another car from Jeep that I'm going to be sad to hand over the keys when they come back to pick it up. But there's a few hours before that left yet. And with half a tank of fuel, that means it's probably close to 200 miles in the tank. I might just take a long way home from this test. Another real world road test. Check out more at radiolamon.com.